Oh, sorry. Well, it's already recording. I heard you say we're all set. <laughs> Take two. Yeah, right? So we recorded uh, 10 minutes of this episode and then the file corrupted. So starting over, guys. Hey. Hey, I'm Ashley. I'm Megan. And this is Wine, Wine and Dine. Dine. June wrap-up edition. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. Uh, happening in July. Because. You know what? You know, it. Things happen. Just like how this happened. Tech issues we've been having tech issues all month so which they're aware of i tweeted yeah i know she tweeted because she's awesome she still does the social media thing um because she's amazing no so i am a control freak which we will get to we will get to that is part of part of the things we're talking about today but yeah sorry about that i messed up some stuff on my computer and set things to read only and then the files wouldn't upload to Castbox. more sense because even when i would try to go back and listen to like maybe other ones I couldn't. Yeah. Nothing nothing was happening on Castbox at all. Like I could not so, upload so bizarre, anything. So everything is fixed. I have listened to them this morning to make sure that they are not corrupted, that they are actually there, that they're not set to read only like mm-hmm. they were for some reason. Which is an audio file. You can't set that stuff to read only anyway, because you can't read it. But whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. We fixed it. It's good. But we did warn you guys a couple episodes ago that the June wrap up was gonna be in July anyway. So yeah. It is We're what? on schedule. We're on schedule. Yes. Hello. Ha ha. Finally. But yeah, so uh, I didn't I didn't do a whole lot of reading this month. I did a whole lot of journaling this month, like I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I did. So tell them because they didn't get to hear the intro. <laughs> yeah. See, I felt like our intro last time was really good, and now I I'm like know. really bummed about it. But okay, you know what? I'm going to stop being bummed about it because I'm not a bummed person, so, according to my star chart. You... okay so megan has done this amazing thing which was part of her journaling um 30 day challenge um she had what what day was it but day six day six yeah it's so early into your journal i know and i was really excited about it though because like at the same time like I was going through, like, write a letter to your significant other. Write a letter, or write write something to your mm. best friend. Um, and then day five was really hard. Day five was, like, write an apology to someone you don't, you haven't apologized to yet. And I was like, Jesus. So I apologized for something I did 13, 15 years ago to someone. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm I digging deep. As, as you were talking <laughs> about that, I was sitting here going, I don't even like rum the only thing that was coming to my brain was some feud that i had with a friend of mine when we were in like middle school and high school yeah which we finally did like smooth that over our senior year but at the same time it was like we were getting into like adulthood yeah so like the the reason why we were having such a bad feud with each other really wasn't because of it, it was more focused because of outside issues rather than actually what me and her did to each exactly. other exactly it was more like she did something i reacted my parents then reacted that her parents reacted because uh-huh. of how my parents reacted and that kind of infused what me and her were going through at the time and yeah so like if you had to do it you think that's who you'd apologize to well, I already apologized. We've already oh, okay. moved yeah. everything over. Like, me and her are okay. We haven't... We haven't talked, actually talked, talked to each other in years. Like, she is still married to the same gentleman that she was with 
prior to me going off to college. She now has two beautiful daughters. Aww. Like, we, we, she found me on Facebook, and we're, we're friends on Facebook, so I see each other on Facebook, but, like, I, But, like, you guys don't hate each other anymore. Like, it's no, not, like, a feud. No, Like, we don't feud, we're not feuding yeah. anymore. We had, we literally, we squared it all off at, uh, right before we went off our ways our senior year of high school. Cool. So that was kind of nice, and that was kind of really bizarre how that honestly went down. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, so I, don't, I just did something really selfish like 15 years ago, and at the time, we just kind of moved past it because it was me and my childhood best friend, David, mm-hmm. and me and him are still, I mean, we still tell each other we love each other all the time. It's not like a romantic thing. It's a, like a it's very like platonic a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like, we... When we were, like, 16, we tried dating for, like, two weeks, and both of us agreed it was, like, dating our sibling, and it was just awkward as hell. Like, it was just very (laughs) uncomfortable for both involved. But, yeah, yeah, so, like, I I was like, hey, I know you probably don't think about this or whatever, Mm. but that thing that I did 15 years ago and, Mm. you know, the things I said to you that was super uncool – and I'm really sorry. Because the journal entry just said to journal about it. But I was like, no, I'm just going to apologize to him for it. Like, yeah, shit, yeah. I'm going on an emotional journey today. Yeah. And he was like, dude, that happened 15 years ago. <laughs> I know. And like, I'm just now that's, remembering. That's been water under the bridge. And I said, yeah, but you were still owed an apology for it. And he was like, that's really sweet. But no, I wasn't. Like, <laughs> you've been my best friend since, I mean, we've known, literally, we've known each other forever. But we've been best friends since we were 12. He's like, mm-hmm. you've been my best friend for, you know, 15 16 years now so like it it is what it is man like we're good so like if you guys get the chance to journal do it it is very emotionally and spiritually fulfilling but speaking of spiritually fulfilling (laughs) day six was do your astrology star chart right um talk about whether or not you believe the same things that it you know Mm -hmm. the things that it said about you whether the description is accurate what do you feel about astrology in general Mm -hmm. and i at first i was like i think astrology is stupid i don't believe in horoscopes this is going to be dumb right and star charts are not horoscopes by the way totally different things but so i looked it up something you learned yes i looked it up and as i'm reading it i'm sitting here i was like it's not just one thing so your star Mm -hmm. chart Everyone's born with a, you know what your sign is. What's yep. your sign? Me and Ashley are both Scorpios. That's your sun sign, okay? Mm-hmm. You also have a moon sign, a sign for every planet, and something called your rising ascendant, which is whatever constellation was above the sun when it rose in the east that day. And it's based on your exact time, mm-hmm. the exact day, and exact location of your birth. So, like, for me and Ashley, we found out we were born at the exact same hospital. Um, Not at the exact same time. No. We were two years apart from each other. Two years, one week. But we... But we always, but that, I thought that was so bizarre, that community in Community Mary East, County, yeah. like right off 11th Street. God, we've been joking the whole time. Like, we had the same <laughs> nurse. We were in the same room. Like, I would be surprised if we had the same doctor. Right? I, I don't think we did. I don't know who. Mine, had, mine was a female. No, mine was a dude. We had a different doctor. Yeah, no. The lady who delivered my mom, or yeah. delivered me, was a female, I think. But... Yeah, so, I mean, it was really fun. So, even though me and Ashley are both Scorpios, and even though our birthday is, like, literally a week apart from each other, our descriptions and our other house signs are completely different. Right, it's like night and day, which is very accurate, because we're two different people. Well, yes, our focal point... Our sun sign, we'll just say Yeah, 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 our sun sign is the same, yeah. Our sun sign is the same, and then um, our... Are Uranus, Neptune, Neptune, and Pluto. Pluto. 
are all the same because they they're generational planets yeah they take so long to to rotate or go around the sun or do whatever they do that that entire generations yes and those represent how you deal with change your dreams and aspirations and kind of how you focus on life beginning present and you know stuff like that so what year was ryan born in 92 Okay. Yeah, so he's so the same. He, he's the he, same for he those three. Have, yeah. That's so crazy that I all know. three of us like have that same like well, and thing almost. Ryan and um and David are both Leos. Crap, I forgot. Yeah. So David David's what? August 8th? 6th. Yeah. I said August 8th, 6th. <laughs> um and then uh Ryan's August 11th. Holy shit. Yeah. So Okay, wait. But they're also 92? Mm-hmm. Their birthdays are like... <laughs> yeah, within, what is that, three days of each other? Yes! No, no, five days of each oh other. Why God, do I keep saying I'm the eighth? Here. You're the eighth! I don't know. But, yeah, it's... Which my tie-in stamp is funny as hell, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, November 8th at 11.08. <laughs> Conspiracy much? I'm kidding. Which is funny because that's what Pluto is. Yeah. Me. Yes, it's focusing on conspiracy theories. I okay, think that's so but funny. Let's let's share like some of the weird things that you you found. Yeah. So I'm not this. gonna go in depth in it, but like just really quick. So your sun sign represents your personality. Just overall, your moon sign represents how you deal with moods and emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll skip to the planets and hit rising last. Your Mercury is how you communicate with people. Your Venus is how you show love. Your Mars is like your base instincts. Yep. Jupiter is your luck. Your Saturn is what you're limited by and your fears. Uranus is uh, how you deal with change. Your Neptune is like your dreams, aspirations, um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then your Pluto, once again, is like beginning and whatever. Okay. Um, Can I ask you something? Since yes. our... Um, our last three. Our, our last generational three are, ones. Yeah. Our generational ones. Um, the the Ur- Uranus is supposed to be how you handle change. Yes. I... For some reason, I thought for us it would be more of a because of your your aspirations, you are not good with change. No, and that the way it's read to you almost sounds like the opposite that we actually adapt very well to change, right? Which makes no fucking sense. <laughs> okay, but think here, here you were you remember when you, we were talking about this and you were mm-hmm. talking about your grandma and how she was raised versus how we were raised right okay think about back then mm-hmm. where it was all about keeping the status quo right that would be her generation okay, okay. everyone in her generation is going to have that right name one part about our upbringing that's all about keeping the status quo instead of everything being thrown at us right and left and we just have to <laughs> jump on it and figure it out our generation should be the generation of dodge motherfucker right <laughs> why didn't you dodge no but seriously so like I really do think that the last three, I think part of the reason that they are so spot on Mm -hmm. for us is because as a generation, we were nurtured that way. That's, that, Mm -hmm. that's all about our environment. We were raised ever since I can remember, we've been at war. Something crazy has been happening. We've lived through 9-11, anthrax, the Unabomber. Uh, (laughs) I'm just trying to think. Desert Storm. um, We were born during Desert Storm. The War on Terror. Um, drugs, Kim Jong Un, nuclear, Trump. I don't look. 
Look. Black we, Lives for, Matter. Yeah, we saw the first black L- president. LGBT. Uh, freaking Hillary Clinton. I don't know. We've Everything has the been fir- thrown. The fourth wave of women rights. Uh, marijuana legalization. Um, gee, Indiana, oh you can finally buy alcohol on Sundays. Look, change <laughs> happens all the time, and we just go with it. We have to. I don't to. even think it's, we just go with it. There's, there's that moment hesitation still for me, like... I literally, some days I'll get up as, fucking, do I live in this world? Because right. I, I can't even, like, mentally put together where I started in my childhood to me as a, an adult now. The world has changed so dramatically that I don't even think I could ever, like, if I went up to somebody that, like, that was born right now, probably in elementary school, and be like, mm. this is how... It was like when I was a kid, they'd look at me like, "Oh my god, how long was that? What what's dial up? What's what's instant messenger? What do you mean you understand? played outside until the fireflies came out? What's a firefly? What do you mean you had to rewind your tape before you took it to Blockbuster? What's Blockbuster? What's a Blockbuster? Oh my god, what's a tape? <laughs> Is that like a record? Records are like totally vintage now. Oh my god, shut oh up, god. stop talking. But like, no, that's that's just, that's all I'm bike saying. Everywhere? I think that that makes sense that the generational ones are all the same be- mm-hmm. and I, I think that makes sense for their descriptions because like if I were to do my grandma's star chart there's no way that adaptability to change is going to be one of her strong suits it's not yeah. I love my grandma yeah. it's not it's not <laughs> so but that's really interesting but yeah all almost all of my things mm-hmm. revolve around being really terrible at communicating my needs, emotions, and feelings. And that, mm-hmm. especially when it got to my my Saturn, which is an Aquarius, right. um, my limitations and fears, basically, hold on, where is it at? I, don't know. Uh, I have to be honest with my feelings and admit my faults to move past my traumas. I must realize that I am also important and that being part of a group is always better than being alone. And that even though I often feel unlovable and grew up quick, that I am worth striving for. Mm-hmm you know, importance and whatever. So I'm I'm reading that, like literally I'm reading this and it was, like I said, almost every one of my planetary aspects have something to do with, you need to get better at this because that's your problem. Well, and I thought that was really crazy then because yours was more self in light. I mean, I would, I guess mine is more like looking self-reflective Yeah, I mean, they they all are, but yeah. Self-reflective not even just like you as an individual it's you as an individual in the workforce yeah hers was very workforce centered but you that's you though that is me i i don't i eat sleep and breathe you're career driven my my job and that's so scary to think because that 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 and that's literally what my star chart says you're so focused on your career and your job that nothing else around you matters you're that you want to go up the ladder, and if you can't get up the ladder, you get frustrated and you Please get Please take some time to relax. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much you need to stop. Which is what this month, or not this month, this year was supposed to be. It was supposed to be, Ashley needs time for herself. I need to put myself first, because if I don't, I'm going to maybe have a mental breakdown at the age of 30, and I just didn't want that. So. Which we will do a check-in. Uh, in the next couple episodes, because it'll be our six month freak out. Yep. So, um, and yeah, so we'll see how we're doing with our year of things. But yes. yeah, I think this is super fun. If you guys want to know 
Um, oh, I forgot. It, the, you also have something called a rising ascendant, and that's the mask that you wear when you meet other people. It's like your, it, it's it's your. How do you present yourself in uncomfortable situations mm. to people you want to impress? And it was spot on. Spot on. Spot. Mine on. says that I appear nice and charming, but I have a chaotic past. It looks like I don't like being alone, and I appear to be a great mediator with a delicate approach and an easygoing demeanor. <laughs> no. Yeah. But yes, that is how I represent myself when I meet yeah. new people. I put on a really like calm, nice face. That's how all the juvie kids know me. The juvie kids think that I am Mother freaking Teresa. I had a... <laughs> Unfortunately, we had a kid whose mm. mom is saying that she doesn't want him anymore. And it's Aww. it's kind of like breaking his heart. I mean, yeah, he definitely messed up. But like right. his, pe- his mom's giving up on him. Yeah. And... Out of everyone he could talk to in the facility, he's like, I want to talk to Miss Curran. And we talked for two hours, and he gave me a hug at the end of it and told me how much I helped him. And after we left, after we left, I had to go sit in control because you know I don't do well in uncomfortable situations, but I had my mask on the whole time. So then after that, the introvert in me was like, I need to get rid of some of these emotions. Now I'm just going to sit here and... Yeah, right? But I think even for me, that would have been hard. Yeah. So, and mine literally tells... A story of I like to be in the background. I I I really want to be in the background. However, my appearance is, is center of attention, uh, life of the party. I have the shit together. I'm the best hostess yes. ever. And there's a joke in that one that literally says I like to manage my looks and my hair. Yeah, specifically her hair. Specifically my hair. And you made the joke of how, how how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> like two episodes ago, I was like, how how you doing not getting your hair done all the time? Because like she, like, and it I'm was not, like clockwork. Yeah. So these are just really spot on. So if you guys want to know what your star chart is just for fun, mm-hmm. um, I use the website Just Astrology Things. Um, you need, obviously it'll, it'll ask you to put your name in, but you can put whatever name in you want. It doesn't matter. Um, your birthday, day, day and year, um, your exact time of birth and then your location. If you were born in a major city that spans multiple counties, make sure you also have your county because that does matter because it's all about positions of the stars. So it's, it's just fun. And then you guys can tweet at us and let us know what you guys got. It was very interesting. Just a matter of like, if we had been born maybe in the same I'm very curious to compare David's and Ryan's because they're born same month, same year. Six days apart. Only six days apart. You know this, it's going to be different, but I'm wondering like how, how different, different I know. it's going to be. I will say that like they're already very different people. Um, David is much more closed off. When it yes. comes to his mask, I'm very curious to see what it's going to be because he's very closed off. He, he doesn't give very much away. Yeah. Like, when you first meet him, he's not going to give much away. He's going to be very observant. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to say or do anything, honestly, to do, to rock the boat in either yeah. either way. You, I mean, you could be the rudest person in the world to him, and he's just like, whatever, I don't. I'd be very surprised to find out that you and Ryan don't share rising signs. Because Ryan's mask is the life of the party, Always, you know, cracking jokes and, and just, you know, uh, center of attention just Mm -hmm. really brings it up. A great host. But then like. weird because when we, when I actually first met your boyfriend, he was really reserved. But then again, I think you scared the living daylights out of that poor boy because I definitely of how did. I am. And you're just like, she's going to have her shit together. Also though, 
I think part of it is because he didn't wear a mask the first time that he met you because he's already very comfortable with me and David. Mm. And if you remember, the first time he met you was Bake Off, and me and you were in the kitchen, and him and David were watching movies. So he didn't have to put on a mask right away because his very first interaction was with David, who he's already comfortable with. Right, and we actually even sent the boys out right away. We didn't even let them stay in the house. Yeah, we were like, go, go, groceries. Yeah, go get the stuff that we missed. (laughs) and Yeah. So, but yeah, I'd be very interested to see what theirs are. I think these yeah. are so cool. So yeah, if you guys do yours, please and thank you. Know. Tweet at us because I am obsessed with these now. Also, separate note. Mm. So um, because I kind of got a little excited about it, um, <laughs> I decided to buy myself some uh, sign, like some earrings. Astrological um, earrings. Astrological earrings. earrings. That's what I did. Uh, I googled... Uh, birth sign earrings because if you look up astrology earrings it's mostly just moons and stars um but if you actually want your signs it has to be like birth sign or birth Mm -hmm. stone whatever um there's a company called well you're looking up that yeah uh i actually have it's from moon glow Mm -hmm. they do astronomical jewelry yeah. So it's really, really cool. They're actually at Covered Bridge. They weren't there last year. Uh, yeah. Um, but they're typically there. And what they, it's sterling silver jewelry that they have. And depending on the day and year, they have um, like snapshots of what the moon looks like at that time. Yes. I've seen those before. I have one. Oh, I have a those bracelet, are amazing. Yes. And my mom has necklaces of, mine Chandler's birth and then I think she has one of her births yeah. and she connect them all together down into a chain and that looks that looks amazing mine's a bracelet mine mm. however I thought was hilarious because I'm born November 8th of 1990 the moon that I have is the front side of the moon mm-hmm. not the dark side the front side of the moon yeah. it was half a moon mm-hmm. like a complete half moon well, I gave the ladies David's because, you know, we're going to get married. So I was like, you know, that'd be kind of cool Please to have. Please tell me that his was a new moon. No. I was like, dark side of the moon would be so funny. No, his is not a dark side of the moon. His is the other half of my moon. Oh. Yeah. So me and him make one full moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll have to take a photo and share it on, on Instagram. Yeah. It is beautiful, beautiful jewelry. It does glow in the sun. So if you hold it out. In natural daylight and then go into a dark. It does glow. That's cool. The photo images yeah. of it. And it's so cool. And that's a piece of jewelry that I am so glad that I bought and that I own. Because it tells a cool story. Like, yeah. You know, it, like, everybody talks about, oh, yeah, you guys are two halves of a whole. We're physically born when the moon's, we're two halves. That's and that so make a whole. cute. I love that. Um, so the the company that I got my earrings on were on Amazon. It's called Lily and White, and Lily is spelled L I L I E. It's not two L's. Mm. Um, well, technically it is two L's. It's not three L's. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have every sign. The only thing that upset me is that each one of these earring pairs, mm-hmm. um, it has one um, sign, mm-hmm. and then it has one birthstone that goes with it. None of the birthstones are correct. You get a random birthstone with it. Well, that's just silly. So, like, the Scorpio sign does Isn't not get a topaz birthstone. Not, it gets an... To. Yes, we do. Oh, I thought it was called something else. It's also called crystalline, maybe? That's what I've always called it. Yeah, I call mine yellow topaz. I just okay. think it's easier. It is, to... and that's true. Um, 
So, but yeah, it, it gave me a sapphire birthstone with it. It just sends a random birthstone. So don't be excited about getting your birthstone right. with it. I will say they're, they're not cheaply made, but no, they're they in look it. look like they're good quality. They're inexpensive though. They're only $7.99 for the two earrings. And mm. because I wanted all four, not all four, because I wanted four of my specific ones, I wanted my sun sign, my moon sign, my Venus sign, and my Saturn sign. Um it worked out for me because I don't need to get two pairs of each earring. I just needed the one. Right. Um, and now I have, f- I, I, I'm almost positive I have four blue sapphires. I'm pretty sure that every <laughs> single one that I got was a blue sapphire. So God. now I have four pairs of blue earrings that I can also wear. Um, so yeah, they're small and delicate enough that they fit the whole ear, but I have four different astrological signs in them, and I can turn them to face any direction that I want. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can put them in any, you know, it's, they're really cute. I'll snap a photo. You can get them in, um, silver, or sterling silver, 14 carat, and rose gold. Where'd you get yours? Though? 14 carat gold, because okay. I, I needed, I need the gold. I like gold jewelry. That's always been my thing. Really? I like, I like the gold. What I like, I don't know. See, and I'm the opposite. You I like, like the silver? I like the silver. Yeah. I think that looks much more classy than gold, which which is weird because my wedding band is 100% 24 karat gold. I know. I freaked out thinking, oh, it's going to look so god, It's going to look horrible on me. And I'm like. I love it. It looks good. I love it. Now, like, I don't. I, I The funny thing is, is I have a brass ring, a silver ring, and like a really tarnished silver ring on my hands right now. And I don't have any gold jewelry except for the earrings now so i don't know but yeah they're super cute um mm-hmm. the packaging is really cute uh they come with little baggies and like little anyway it's doable. well yeah it's it's super cute and you can get them on amazon super cheap they're all prime eligible so it's free shipping so totally awesome. worth it if you guys are into that well i know what i'm getting for christmas <laughs> uh you don't know anything because i'm getting you more than that but oh, oh you meant like for yourself okay i was like why did i just get you earrings that's boring that's what we normally only get each other one gift. Yeah, but okay, we'll f- we'll figure it out. Yeah. Birthdays are a second away. Okay, guys, we don't even worry about that right now. I said Christmas. <laughs> Birthdays, Christmas. What? Anyways, anyways. Hey, this podcast is about books. Maybe we should talk about some books for a minute. <laughs> I mean, did you even read? Read two books. Dose. Dose Libros. Uh, I read the first book. Uh, I don't remember what the series is called, but it's Hush Hush. Hush, hush, crescendo, and silencio. Do you didn't, you know, I silence. have no idea what you were talking about. So, so it's a it's a young adult series um, about uh, I, I don't want to give too much away about a girl who meets this really mysterious boy in her class who seems to know a little too much about her and is always popping up in her life. Hmm, okay, it's Creepy. a supernatural. He, I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much. Anyway, it was good. Yeah. I'll give it a solid three. It was entertaining. Uh, wasn't very predictable. Actually, it was a little chaotic, if I'm being honest. Really? Um, yeah. Easy read. I read it in two days at, at the juvie. So, you nice. know, I'll, and I do want to read the next the two? next two books. I want to finish the series. Okay. I'm not overly invested in the characters. And if yeah, I'm... you want to finish the series. I do. I mean, it was entertaining. I'm just not invested. I okay. don't I don't know how else to describe it. It was an easy read. Okay. But because it was so easy, I don't have emotional attachment to the characters. I'm not okay. going to be getting it as a tattoo anytime soon. Okay. So um, I read that. And then obviously I read uh, next month's book of You mean this the book? Month. This month's book? July's no, tec- book? Well, yes. Technically it is July. But because this is the June wrap-up episode, it's next month's. Oh, okay. Bye. 
Fair. <laughs> but yeah, so I read two books and I was it. And I mean, to be completely honest, uh, I strive for mediocrity in all things, so I'm pretty proud of those two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, apparently I was a tad bit more productive than you. Just a tad. Just a tad. That's I not read surprising. Three books. Oh, shoot. Oh, damn. <laughs> Both of those books, though, were from my June Book of the Month box. Are you still liking that? It's been really good. Like, for, okay, so now that I've had a few months to kind of put it together and really think about it. It's gotten me to come out of my comfort zone. Normally, I strictly read, like, YA, sometime adult rom-coms. Mm-hmm. I have now read a thriller or mm-hmm. a mystery thriller that that is something that I would never have done on yeah. my own. I typically hate those, but I gave it a 5 out of 5. I was a... I, I could not put... Home Before Dark Down by Riley Seeger. I could not put this book down. It was so thrilling and wonderful. And, like, it did the... It would flip between timelines. So, um, the premise of Home Before Dark by Riley Seeger is that um, our main character, her parents bought Bainbury Hill. And Bainbury Hill had some kind of publicized history that Mm -hmm. came along with it. Um, The previous owner killed himself and his young daughter um, in the house and there's some other weird history that comes along with it. Well, her family stays there a total of 20 days? 24 days maybe? Mm -hmm. And then mysteriously one night just leaves the house and returns. Doesn't return. To come back. And so her father writes this thrilling nonfiction novel about Bainbury Hill, um, which is a cult classic. It is very much reminisced to House on the Haunted Hill. Okay. If you've ever watched any of those movies, or I don't think it's a series. Um, it's just been made countless times over. Yeah. And is now a series, and now a TV series on Netflix. It's very much that kind of, like, creepy. The house has its own agenda. Yeah. And so you flip between the timeline of when she was a child living in the house with her parents through the eyes of her father's book. Okay. Versus current day and her actually being back in the house because her father, unfortunately, has passed. Okay. And she learns out that he's kept Bainbury Hill and it is now her estate. So she goes back to kind of confront her fears and really get to the bottom of what happened in this house. Mm -hmm. Was it really supernatural elements that happened and that's why her parents, they left really abruptly or was there something else going on in this house? And I I will leave it at that, Megan. It was amazing. That sounds amazing. It was amazing and you're totally welcome to borrow it. I will be borrowing it. Riley Seeger is no stranger though to the thriller mystery genre. He's actually quite known for it. His first novel, uh, The Final Girl, is actually quite popular and he's also the author of Lock Every Door. Oh, I actually know that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's also the same author that wrote that. Um, Granted, 
a lot of people a lot of people say his books are hit or miss. However, I think House or Home Before Dark is a home run for this guy. I now am literally going, I have to read everything this Every man book. writes, even if it is a flop. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm just I don't know, maybe it was just like he had the best. Maybe this might be the best, but I'm just I'm so psyched for for whatever he comes out with next. Ooh, I girl. really, really, really loved it. And that was my first thriller novel. Thriller slash mystery yeah. novel. Um, adult, I would say. And I'm the biggest scaredy cat in the world. I only had maybe one night, one to two nights of unsuccessful sleeping mm-hmm. while reading this novel. And it didn't honestly get me until right towards the end. Mm-hmm. And the ending, the the actual, the ending that her father writes in the book is creepy as hell. Yeah. I will tell you right now. But the actual, what actually happens. Like in the book book? Yeah. In the book book is creepy. Like, hmm. I went, okay, so our bedroom has a walk-in closet. And I couldn't, I. You didn't want to go in the closet? I didn't want to go in the closet. I, I purposely, every time I had to go to bed, I would literally make sure that closet door was shut. Yeah. That's how creepy this book like, was. See, I need that real bad now. You know that's like right up my alley. I that, love that I dark horror stuff. Yes. I'll let you have the book as long as you don't ruin the dust jacket for me. Oh, I'm, I'm now I have to. Miss set no, that thing on fire. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous, I'm kidding. gorgeous, gorgeous Yeah, I can jacket. see it from here. It, it's green with black and it's just, it's gorgeous. I like it. I do like that. It is a special cover, though, too. And then, of course, I also read American Royals by Catherine McKee. Um, which is our July which book. Which is our July book. We'll have more. We'll have a whole episode dedicated to that. Mm-hmm. So we And we'll may, tell you a little bit more about it next episode. We'll tell you a little bit more in depth. Let's go ahead at least and tell them what our rating was. What was your rating? Uh, Even though I'm really, really mad at the ending. Mm-hmm. 3.9. Does not quite get a 4, okay. but it is way more than a 3. I gave it a 4 out of 5. Yep. So, I think it's a solid book. Very. I really, really do. For a first book in a novel, a first book in a series, I thought it was very solid. I was very pleased. I agree. More to come later on this month, yep. though. Do make sure that you tune into that episode. Um, again, the book for July is American Royals, American Royals. by Catherine McGee. My last book, again, I bought actually two books in my June book of the month. My actual bottom book that I was like my free book that Mm -hmm. I got was the Riley Seager. And then on top of that, I decided, you know what? I kind of need something fluffy after that. I know I'm going to need something fluffy. So I bought One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. And I didn't realize that until after, like, as I was... I didn't realize who it was written by until after I read it and I read the Dust Tracker cover. She is a political speech writer and has written speeches for a lot of the now famous um, politicians and presidents. Cool. I know. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, however, her book writing skills... Lacking? There, There is something to be desired. I gave this book a 3 out of 5. I thought the way it was written was really nice. It was mixed in between podcast people like transcripts from podcasts, transcripts from online magazines, um, writing about what's happening. This book basically 
centers around a our main character who is overweight. She's a heavier set woman, but she is a fashion blogger. And she is very well known after, however, her status jumps while she does a live tweet in regards to a reality TV show called Main Squeeze, <coughs> The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> and the Bachelorette, um, basically, is, is what they're ripping off of. And she pretty much annihilates them, like crucifies the show for being very judgmental of women. None of these women are oversized too. They're all blonde. They're all preppy. Like, mm-hmm. what the heck is wrong with these people? Like, there's no diversity in here at all. So because of that tweet, um, a lot of things happen. She actually is picked up by the show to be the new main squeeze. And we pretty much follow her journey as she does this reality TV show. And I'm going to say right now, if you if you are not okay with body shaming or have issues with body image and body, body positivity, this is actually a good uplifting book because okay. it does make you stop and think about people that, you know, do suffer from those issues or might it gives you a glimpse into them now yeah. you and me are both a little bit on the heavier set side as women we're very busty women too that is true so for me reading this i could very much empathize with our main character especially when some of the men would make derogatory terms towards her or say mean things about her you and me are not obese though we're not in that category we're just very curvy women we're very we're not your typical Mm -hmm. um when you think a typical american girl i'm lumpy not round i'm like tapioca pudding got i got a few little lumps i i i'm just curvy (laughs) (laughs) i i i I don't have a j-lo butt but i'm pretty dang near close to one that's better than mine i'll give you that jeez that's the only place i don't have curves can rub you the wrong way for sure i've never been the person that really enjoys watching reality tv show Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say if you're really big into watching reality tv show and you find it fun or entertaining finding out what goes on behind the scenes of a reality tv show that book gives that that'll give it to you um as a romance writing a romantic book it is not mm-hmm. um the main character has a lot a lot of flaws but then again the i'm pretty sure the author wrote these flaws pretty accurate though to how women feel when they're put into certain situations um one of the the chapters very early on is they have her in a bathing suit mm-hmm. in a bikini meeting all these new men and it's very obvious she doesn't feel comfortable she doesn't want to be in a bathing suit but yet she's pretty much forced and i use the air quotes with that forced into complying um and a lot of the men on the boat are really horrible to her and she's supposed to have like her first kiss and it's all staged and the guy who is supposed to kiss her says some very bizarre things to where later on you find out he has a fetish of fat women. Oh, gotcha. And so that's a thing um, that is brought up and is 
brought to light a lot throughout the novel. But, I mean, it wasn't a bad book. I just don't think it was for me. Yeah. Because I'm, I mean, I, we've all been there. We've all had that moment in the dressing room where we're like, good gravy, what the hell am I doing? This dress does not flatter me at all. Exactly. I can't believe this company makes this shit. Who buys this crap? Sorry, I cussed again. <laughs> oh, pff, I don't care. You kidding me? But, um, but yeah, I just, some, I, not, I don't know. There's, it just wasn't for me, I guess. And I'm sorry for that's that. That's gonna happen. It's yeah, gonna. It's gonna happen. But that's everything that happened bookish-wise with me. My one personal thing outside of the bookish world is I am now down to three movies left in the Marvel Universe. Yes! Yes! My journey through the Marvel Universe is almost to a close. I'll probably close it out in July. Um, I'll give you my thoughts and opinions for that at that time. But I've had fun this whole time. I have two quick personal updates. Okay. One, your girl is back on nights, y'all. That doesn't really require... Yeah, that does not require much more explanation. I am a very happy camper. Two, speaking of being on nights, uh, I had to stay up last night because at 3 a.m., you want to know what dropped on Disney Plus, y'all? Hamilton. No, The no, musical. No. On Broadway. No, no, that's part of our red, white, and blue. You can't talk about that just yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, just so that you guys are ready for red, white, and blue, please go watch that. It is amazing. Oh, I want to say, oh, I'm just going to say it. No, screw you. I'm going to say what I want. No, no, no. I'm not going to say all no, of it. No, no, I'm not going to say no, all no, of it. No, no. Guys, 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 guys. I cried. <laughs> not because I was sad. <laughs> because I was so overcome with emotions, happy emotions, that all I could do was give big hairy man tears. Just, bleh. Okay, so it was good. Then we probably should give them a little bit of information. I know it's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. How long is it going to be on? Is it just for today, or is it just for July third? As far as I'm aware, they're dropping it, dropping it, leaving it. So okay, good. Yes, I have time. if it I is, have time. if it <laughs> is a limited engagement, I would assume that maybe it's for like a month or so. So just for the month of July, maybe I'll I'll look into that more when we do our red, white, I and blue episode and say, sell though, them for sure. When I was at the grocery store buying the ingredients for our special treat for yes. July. <laughs> the magazine aisle was overthrown. Half of it was weddings. Half of it was Hamilton coming to yes. Blu-ray. Or not Blu-ray. Uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, yeah. And the other half of the magazine action section was weirdly enough related to how weed and women like should coexist with each other more. Yeah. I was just like, huh. Girl, I could do a whole episode on that Megan, one. Megan, 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 Megan. Yeah, <laughs> Megan. I'll give her this. I'll get her this. I'll get her this. I almost did. They had a limited time, a limited exclusive one where it was all you need to know about the Hamilton play. Oh, God. Um, one. And I, I would have loved that. I literally was like, I would get this, but it's $15.99. Girl, I would have given you money back for that. And I know it's going to get shredded. <laughs> No. That's like, going on my bookshelf. Like, I'm just so weird. I'm like, if I buy this for her, the cats and the dogs are going to rip it to shreds. This is why I don't give you my books. No, I have... You would be proud of me. Not entirely. You know how we made fun of my house earlier and how gross it is. Yes. Um, my bedroom? Yes. Spotless now. Are you sure? I mean, it needs vacuumed, for sure. But 
Um, I, instead of cleaning any other part of the house. You've mainly focused on your bedroom. I rearranged my whole room. Did you really? So you know how my bed used to be like over in the left corner up against yeah, the wall? Yeah, it and it wasn't, good. it wasn't very feng shui. It was no. like very childish. Like it was not like a, literally you'd walk into the door, ran into the bed, ran into the bed, and then off to the side was your bathroom. I'm just like, I get the convenience of it. Yeah. But like. So you, you technically still literally run into my oh, I don't know how to describe it anyway my my bed is now in the middle of my room kind of like an adult would have it and then I have all the stuff over on my left side by my closet and there's nothing in front of my window anymore so there's so much natural light coming in and then my bathroom is basically like right next to my bed so if I gotta pee I just literally climb out of bed my toilet's right there it's so it's nice <laughs> and it's convenient and um, I've got stuff put in my closet like I'm supposed to mm. I did another decluttering of books so oh my, my bookshelf gosh. my bookshelf actually has three empty shelves on it so i'm thinking about reorganizing everything and bringing every book in the house upstairs okay. and then bringing all the dvds from the totes and stuff downstairs yes. to that it because i have to watch them downstairs anyway because that's where the xbox is like right. i don't i don't have anything to watch them upstairs so i don't know why i have them up there but yes so my room looks really good right now and that's like my my space anyway so that's yeah. where it's my calm space now good. and the dogs are happy because they have so much more room to like lay around and good anyway well i'm very glad of you for for all your hard work that you put into that i really am very proud of you and you'll probably hate me when i tell you this but i have to now go through my bookshelf my one bookshelf <laughs> and start giving books away because i have now ran out of space so you know what that means for you megan is that i get more books <laughs> you get to go book shopping off ashley's i'm i'm always excited and nervous about that because like every time i do that i'm it's almost like every time I tell her, hey, I've decluttered books, she's like, good, because that's what I'm doing next. <laughs> and then it's like, I didn't declutter anything, so I come normally, home with 10 new books. Normally, yeah, you don't, you come home with 10 more books. But honestly, I literally, I think you're only going to get to maybe pick from like 10, maybe. Ta okay, that's, I can handle, I can handle a small amount. Yeah. Because like I said, I, I have three I empty shelves right now. I have to decide, I have to make a decision, because my bottom shelf has all of my manga, plus all of the Kate Bryan books that mm -hmm. I have. I have that whole series. I've had that whole series my whole life. And I'm literally, I'm now, com I, I've grown out of that series. And now I'm sitting here going, well, do I just sell it? Yeah. Do I box it up and it goes into store? Like, what should I do with it? Mm -hmm. So I would love your suggestions, world, on what I should do. Should I sell it? Should I keep it? Should she display it? Should I display it, keep it as a display, maybe just get through the random stuff that I have on my shelf? I don't know. Maybe I should just buy another bookshelf. I mean, that I I have two. I kind of would like another one, but I want... I always buy furniture that is eclectic. Exactly. I don't ever buy anything that's just normal. Which was also on her star chart. Oh, hush. <laughs> it's stylish and retro. Eccentric is the word they used. <laughs> I'm ending this. I'm putting a kibosh. <laughs> You're done. You're done. All right, guys. Well, then I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this was Wine, Wine and Dine. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but your star chart said you like to control everything. And I mean, as soon as I started making fun of your eccentricity, you were like, nope, I'm ending this. So I'm just, this just goes to show that your star chart's pretty accurate. So I'm saying. There's so many mean things going through my head right now. <laughs> 
so many. The little spiteful Ashley and me literally wanted to tell you that you're going to be alone and die alone and have 50 cats and you're just going to be alone. Alone, alone, alone. According to my star chart, yes. (laughs) 